Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Welcome back to The Big Show. 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network with Austin Horton. I'm Tony Parks. Thanks so much for being with us here today. Bad news for you, Tone. Why, what? And we got to move on. I, I got it. But uh, what? bad news for you. The Salt Lake City Stars are winners today. 112-111 over the Texas Legends. Okay, but why is that bad news for me? Because you are you like the Texas teams in the G League. Rio Grande Valley. Oh, okay. Would and you? I like the teams. I only like one G League team. Forever and always. Forever and ever. Amen. Uh-huh. Me and the Salt Lake City Stars. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I, I too like the Salt Lake City Stars. No matter what my co-host happens to say. Uh, don't forget, Stars, uh, they play Agua Caliente coming your way. Bruin Arena, 7 p.m. so happy? Wednesday, January 22nd. Uh, that game will be on ESPN Plus, yeah. by the way. Uh, also, uh, don't forget that uh, Friday, right here at Vivint Smart Home Arena, a 7 o'clock tip-off against the Stockton Kings. Uh, the game will be streamed on NBAGLeague.com, so make sure to be a part of Stars Basketball in a variety of different ways. Uh, don't forget, listen for your chance Wednesday to win tickets to the Black Crows. The Black uh, Crows, Chris and Rich Robinson, reunite for a 30-year anniversary celebration tour of their landmark quintuple platinum debut album, Shake Your Moneymaker, for a 2020 world tour. See them play their album in its entirety, plus all the hits when they come to USANA Amphitheater Tuesday, September 1st. Tickets on sale now. Purchase your tickets at LiveNation.com. Tony, something we get to do. I think we are the only show in these United States that does this. Uh, of 30 NBA teams, mm-hmm. we are the only show that does a live on the home team's flagship radio station shoot-around show. Yeah, I don't think anybody does this with a morning skate, like for the NHL either, no. or even for batting practice, let's say, for a Major League Baseball team. So it is very unique in and of itself. You you do get access, uh, not just, uh, yeah, not only are we the, the only team in the NBA, but I think in all major pro sports that I know of. Yeah, yeah. and so one reason to listen to Tony and Austin every day from 10 to noon is certainly on Jazz Home Games when magically Tony drives 99 miles an hour in between the first and second segments to get over to Zions Bank Basketball Campus. Sorry, in between the second and third segments yeah. uh, to get over to the Zions it, Bank Basketball Campus. tight squeeze, yeah. Uh, and we have the shoot-around show. And I thought we should play some of that from today. For the Big Show's audience who may not always get to hear Shoot Around. Yeah, when you tune in 10 to noon, or if you don't, you can always go to 1280thezone.com. You can hear these interviews in their entirety, live, by the way, fresh, live, right on the spot. So you hear about injury updates, you hear about what players' reactions are to things. It, it, it really is insightful and fun. Uh, so earlier today, this was Donovan Mitchell speaking to the media. It's pretty special to play on this day. You talk about his sacrifice, sacrificing his own for others. Have other players out there felt that same thing, and and how big of an impact has that made to the collective unit? I think so. I think as a, as a league, you know, in the NBA, I think as a sports as a whole has brought people together in its own way, you know. So I think for for us to be able to play on a day like today, you know, I think it shows, you know, the 
the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, I think it just shows how important, you know, how important it is for us to to be able to show and pay tribute to to him and to everything he's done um, for people. Uh, your guy Royce got his new yeah. got his new deal. What can uh, what can you say about the progress he's made? Man, you know, we came in together. Um, obviously, you guys all know we're close friends, but it is, it's great to see things happen. I said it um, on Instagram. It's great to see things, great things happen to great people. You know, I think we all know the work that he is, the stuff, the time and effort he's put in. You guys have seen the effort. Uh, you guys have seen the results of it. Um, but on top of that, he's always stayed positive. He always continue to work, continue to, to progress and find ways to get better. And the best thing about it is, um, you know, this isn't it for him. Like, it's not like he... He got his money, you know, and that's it. You know, he's, he's ready. He's locked in. He always locked in, ready to go. And, you know, he never falters. You know, he's always consistent. And um, that's why I respect him. So he hasn't already stopped working today then? No, no. You see he's over there shooting right now, <laughs> uh, uh, for sure. He's just, I told him, I said, one day you wake up one way, you wake up another way. I said, um, I said, if you go back, I made a joke. I said, if you go back and tell people, you know, it's, it happened overnight. You know, I just made that little joke. But obviously he's come from playing overseas or um, getting undrafted and then coming here. Like, that's a great story. You know, it, it, it took a while, you know, and I think it just shows that our hard work, the, the effort that he's put in, uh, the support he has. I know his family and his friends. Like, he has a great support system, and I think that goes a long way. And, uh, and it's just like this. Everybody wants anything special. Yeah. Um, these are for Martin Luther King Day. These are actually um, a tribute to the Tuskegee Airmen, you know, their last flight. Uh, was on in 1945. I don't know the exact date. It was in 1945, and um, I happened to wear 45, so I figured um, it was perfect to put the 45 on the side of the shoe, and I'll be wearing these tonight. And um, yeah, it's pretty special. You go back to your summers when you went. I think worked out with James. Royce came with you, yeah. and he he took it very. I think. You know, it didn't take it as like he was coming to like just come with, right? Yeah. yeah. What? Well, go back to those summers. What do you think that meant? For um, he could play a lot more than I could because I had my foot injury, so I got to watch more than more so than play. Um, I think for me watching that, he uh, obviously we've, we've played them twice in the playoffs, and you saw the competitiveness between the two of them. Him and James are friends, obviously, but for me, like, you know, you put all that aside. You know, it's easy for young guys in this league to come in and be like, oh my God, like we're working out with Chris Paul and James Harden. Well, we kind of came in and it was just like, you know what, like we're here to to get better, find ways to reason, find ways to get better ourselves, also to learn and, and experience things. And then when it came playoff time, you guys saw, I think he was probably the most productive player in the playoffs last year, you know, for us on the offensive end. You know, he he showed things that, you know, may, you guys maybe not, maybe not haven't seen, you know, but defensively he was there ready for the challenge. He wanted to uh, guard James every play. You know, him and coach were in constant meetings just figuring out ways to get better. You don't see that so much from a uh, second-year player, you know, and I think um, that just shows his maturity level and, you know, it just shows why he deserved what he what he got. When you look back at the last game in November that you played against the Pacers, what do you think was the biggest problems there? Um, they were the more aggressive team. They wanted it more, you know, we, we really – we came to play, but, you know, there's just times where teams, you know, just came out more aggressive. You know, they took us out of stuff. So for us, we just got to go out there to be aggressive, understand it's going to be a physical game. Uh, they have two possible, or one for sure, but two possible all-stars over there in Brogdon and uh, um, Sabonis. And then on top of that, you have a great score in T.J. Warren, you know, so they have a lot of threats, you know, so we got to be able to go out there and, 
you know, take them out of what they do, but also kind of find, continue to be ourselves and do what we do. Defense had a lot of the most picks in the league and kind of play a pretty physical game, but they do too. Do you feel like they're unfazed by yeah. you a little bit more than I most think, teams? I think because they, they practice it. They go through it. They understand it. And I think it just shows their, their physicality. You know, not a lot of teams are like that. You know, and um, I think it just shows, like, you look at a guy who's a hard – Excuse me, Mark, like Malcolm Brogdon, who's the leader of that team, you know, right now, I think he's like the hard-nosed grit guy, you know, a guy I played with against in college, and, you know, I think he's a guy that I think when you have that starting on the perimeter, it carries over to the wings, it carries over to the forwards, and, um, you know, it's going to be a, it's a physical, but it's going to be a fun game today. Do you think that TJ Warren is a bit underrated at the yeah. time? For sure. Uh, we went to the same high school, actually, believe it or not. So um, we have the same agent, too. So uh, I've known TJ for, for a very long time. And I think, you know, he's a guy that can get to his spots, can, knows what he wants to do. And, you know, obviously playing in Phoenix, he didn't really get much uh, attention to him. You know, I, I don't think he's made the playoffs in his career. So I think now an instance where he's playing for a winner contender, I think it's like, you know, wow, you know, you, people see things, you know, and it's it's funny. He's been in the league for, what, four, five years. And, you know, now we're just talking about it. But he He's been a he's been a bucket his whole life. You know, he's been a guy who can get to his spots, can make uh, the game tough on a defender. You know, and I really respect him for sure. Thanks, Don. Guys, that's Donovan Mitchell. Let's go back to you. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, that's, Tony. Yeah, back to you, Mort. <laughs> we didn't cut that part off on the end there. That's uh-huh. from this morning. Yes, and you're that's not, what I would do. I would throw you're back. You're not tossing to yourself. And then Austin, yeah, it was almost awkward to be like, ah, that was Donovan Mitchell <laughs> and me. From today. And then, well, you are the guy that asks yourself questions. I've done that before. Yes, there's a clip of me doing that. I was like, well, you were going to ask me this. You know, I'll just go ahead and ask myself. Totally. Yeah, one of those where you had to hey, be there. Just uh, kick back, Jake. I got this. Just buddy. sit back here. I Let got this. Let me take segment. this one for you. It's one of those where your mind gets going so fast. You're like, I don't, I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> no, there, there was a lot to take from that. I mean, the big story. I really want to get into the, a lot of uh, this Royce O'Neal conversation okay. because. Uh, I, being there with the stars and having a chance to see what's going on. I know we've talked to a lot of stars here today, intentionally and unintentionally, but watching that guy work, watching him behind the scenes was, was a thing of greatness to watch. You could tell that he had something to give this game that maybe not a lot of other people really knew. I, I thought this signing really shows a lot of things. One, O'Neal's unquenchable work ethic and competitive desire to get better and be a quality player. Two, Quinn and the Jazz identifying and developing players with the right mindset. Also seeing something that maybe a lot of other teams didn't see in a guy. Like they saw, oh, you know what? We think he could be this. And he believes he can be that. He hasn't really put it out there yet. Nobody can actually see it to this level. There's no way we're sitting there at a at a summer league or any of that. And you have scouts sitting in those seats going, you know what? That guy there is going to start for a team that's going to win 16 out of 18. It's going to be a valuable part of doing things in postseason series. No way. There's no way all of them thought that. As a matter of fact, probably very few. Now, they'll, they'll, they'll never tell you that. They'll be like, oh, I, I really liked him. But l- let's get serious here. I didn't see it coming. You probably didn't. I, I'm nope. just saying. Like that's So the Jazz have this ability to do that. The other thing I do think it's important to point out, guys like Donovan and Rudy being the extension of the attitude from the coaching staff to help give layers to the culture that is in place, I do think that helps a player like a Royce O'Neal and the Jazz and Quinn for perfecting the reciprocal trust that exists within the organization to the mm-hmm. players. There's such a deep level of trust. This really helps that. Royce O'Neal does so many really unselfish things. 
And I, I guarantee there's people in their workplace that are being told, you know, be a teammate, be unselfish, do the little things. Hey, even if you don't get the credit, just go ahead and get it done anyway. If those people who do that uh, go unnoticed, underappreciated, or end up losing something out of it, like that it ends up hurting them, you will not just get them to not do it anymore. You will lose their trust. The Jazz appreciate the little things. The little things are the big things. And the stuff Royce O'Neal does that does not get noticed by many, this organization notices all of them. And at the end of the day, you also need to put your money where your mouth is with that stuff for it to truly uh, start to reciprocate in that trust and that belief. And I thought that this was a, a huge moment, actually, a very big one, when it comes to reward, rewarding a player for making winning plays and having winning habits. You know, along those lines, something just popped in my head as you're talking about the, the trust and the respect that the Jazz organization gives each and every player. When I when I transitioned from being a fan to being a professional media person, and, and now I'm not yeah, just... Yeah, whenever that happens. When yeah, I sure. get there, I'd like to... <laughs> <laughs> I would like to hope that this is what I'll see. But one of the bigger uh, eye-opening things for me was that number 16 on the roster... Sorry, that's too many. Number 14 and 15 on the, on the Utah Jazz roster. Because I'm 16. Yeah, yeah anyway. well, you're more like 60. I'm on, I'm on the court. <laughs> mm, don't say it too loud. They might find out, and then you'll be anyway, out of job. Sorry, I'll let you get your- uh, So they treat numbers, the, the guy at the very bottom of the list on the roster, the exact same as they treat Donovan and Rudy. The exact same way they would have treated Carl Malone and John Stockton yep. is how they treated Adam Keefe, Greg Foster, Stephen Howard. They are handled with the utmost respect, care, uh, attention. It does not matter if they are uh, 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 Justin Wright Foreman or if they are Royce O'Neill signing a four-year 36 or, or whatever the report was. They are treated with such a care because they are not an asset. They are an asset, but they are a person with a family and with lives mm-hmm. that the Jazz organization cares about equally across the board. Now, that being said, Going back to when Royce started with the Jazz, I honestly was one of those people that thought they should have kept Joel Ballenboy. I was on that. I, I thought Joel Ballenboy fit with the Jazz needed better at that time, that Royce O'Neal was not going to be the guy, and, they, they, and look where we are now. What the Jazz said, Tony, in my opinion, with this contract extension for Royce, and I saw, I saw some people that aren't in uh, Salt Lake City that reacted to this nationally like, really? Royce O'Neal gets $36 million? They're not following. They don't get it. What the Jazz said about this is Royce O'Neal is integral to their championship hopes. Yeah. Donovan is on, in his rookie contract through, what, 21-22? Rudy's contract is up in 2021. Mm-hmm. Next season is Rudy's final year on his deal, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, Joe Ingles is somewhere around that as well. And now Royce O'Neal. There are four guys that are the championship plan core, and those are the four. Royce O'Neal is now included as an NBA team's championship core piece. And he's also, uh, the other part that we didn't get to, too, is so many different guys in this league, and in the G League maybe, or let's say they're towards the end of a bench for an NBA team, that are dying for the chance to go out, perform, show what they know they're capable of. Maybe they're not in the right system. Maybe they don't have the right culture. Maybe there isn't a situation out there for them to really go thrive and show what they're capable of. 
And and this is a guy now that just got 36 over four because he did find the right situation, right culture, right team, and worked his tail off to show what he knew he could be. I, I yep. It makes me wonder how many guys out there, truly, how many guys out there that are just complete unknowns, no names, you don't really think of them much if you see them on the injury report, you know, at the end of the bench or a DNP at the end of a box score. Or a guy that goes and gives you, you know, I don't know, 14 points and four rebounds in a random G League game. You mean to the casual fan? Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. not just even you and I. There's probably right. guys out there where we're, uh, I, where we're not seeing it, but the Utah Jazz have an ability to do it. I bet there are players out there going, I could be that. I could be that guy right there. Well, and I think that other team scouts knew what Royce O'Neal was and is. Royce O'Neal was going to get $12 million a year this mm-hmm. this summer. I, I promise you. He was going to get $12 million a year. The Jazz get him at nine. That That's yeah. – I'm sorry. The Jazz get him – yeah, nine. Nine million. He was going to get 12. And he may shoot 40% from three. He may shoot 45% from three. He may give you six points. He may give you 17 points. But you know what Royce O'Neal does? He defends the best player on the other team. Yeah. That's why they gave him nine, four four years extension on this contract. Um, Jarrell Brantley is a guy who plays one of the second round picks, plays for the Stars, uh, has been on the Jazz roster. He has a locker down there in the locker room. Nice guy, not going to see much time on the floor. Maybe at all this year. Who knows? Sure. But I've watched him at the Stars a lot, and I was talking to him, and he was just, he's so energized. He's so fired up about opportunities and doing different things, and he's not just saying the right things. This is off the mic, too. And this is a grind for these guys, feeling the pressure and trying to, to do what it takes. But I was talking to him about uh, kind of trusting this organization. He said, no, it's sky high. And I'm sure he's fine with me uh, uh, sharing this. He said the number one thing that he liked was that he was treated like a person and not a thing. Hmm. Now you get into pro sports, man, and, and a lot of pro athletes have told me, they're like, dude, when you end up in this, you know, fill in the blank, you know, pro sports league, especially the NFL, they're like, you're, you're a thing. You, you are... Whatever they can do, they'll move you, trade you, do this and that. They'll talk to you in certain ways that you probably don't appreciate. And and Jarrell, his only experience is with this organization, but said, man, I really like that. And I said, well, what was kind of your first indication uh, of that, that you truly are that? Because they can walk, they can talk the talk all they want. Like, what, what are they doing to really prove that? And he said, the amount of care they take in injury prevention and the length they go to in understanding a player's body and what it's going to take. He's like, no, that that really helps build some trust to know, hey, here's what it's going to be to get the most out of your body and to make sure you're in the, the most appropriate position to be successful. And then when that happens on the floor, oh, trust goes through the roof. George Niang steps in coming from a different organization and they had his scouting report down. They knew things about him that maybe he didn't know about himself or things he did know that he wasn't sure anybody else really noticed. Oh, they noticed it all. So now the communication patterns are open. Now what the Jazz want mentally and what they envision as an entire group is congruent with what he wants as an individual. When those things are happening, Austin, you galvanize a group of people. They want to play for each other. Now instead of this, hey, we're all a team, we're wearing, play for the, the, the name on the front and not on the back. It's all a bunch of cliches and cute little notes on a little uh, day-to-day calendar that sits on your desk until you really show what, what it, what, how it gets put together. And that's what the Jazz have done here. And I think that what happened here with Royce O'Neal, I think, is another great indication of that. Do you th- you came up with that pretty quick? Do you have one of those little calendars that sits on your desk? No, I uh, I don't. I, I just like little affirmation calendar. It's not. You You're know, a champion today. Not the hours you 
put in the gym. It's it's what it's you put into you put those the hours. hours, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I have a hard time remembering all all of those. I think you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take, or something like that. Right. Yeah. Or, um, you know, winner never quits, quitter never wins, and I just maybe day to day, I just glance over. Team on me, team on three. I think it's still on January seventh, but I, you know, I'll, oh, I'll catch up. You yeah. liked that one a lot, huh? Uh, I might have. Yeah. Forgotten to replace it. Something like that. You know the, what you do need to stay the up. The difference in uh, between ordinary and extraordinary is that little extra. Yeah. That was January seventh. Like That's the one you're looking at. Like, uh, I think they really I think they really fire me up. I think they you know, they get the best. I'm out of filling me. the yeah. juices. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I could tell in your voice. Uh but the the, the another guy who's gonna help you get the most out of what you do with your money is Ryan from yes. Tri Day Trading. <laughs> What's going on, Ryan? You're good enough, you're tall enough, and doggone it, people like you. <laughs> Notice he didn't say anything about my looks. <laughs> and, well, and he's wrong. You're not I, tall enough. I don't, I don't blame him. Oh, no. I'm. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. But uh, <laughs> thanks anyway, for having hey, me. Hey, it doesn't take much uh, to find yourself in a good situation, but it doesn't take much to get started with Tri Day Training. Right. We've been on the air for years now, and we want people to to stop just saying, "Hey, I wonder what that is," or why those guys do that. We want to give them an opportunity to just learn a little bit more about it. We're going to do it with the free dinner tomorrow. We're going to have a limit down there. A lemon has got started in the program and and it's just an opportunity to come in a, a no pressure environment down to our office see where we're at shake our hands and we're talking about an hour hour and 15 minutes and, and then you're on your way in the meantime while you're there you get a chance to see how we make money day trading you get to see if you could do it yourself if you'd like to do it yourself because that's important too we want people that can see themselves doing it and enjoy it Office is right off the Thanksgiving point exit, so we're right in between both valleys here. Really easy to get to. Um, we do have a, a limited seat, so we want to make sure that you register ahead of time so we have food there waiting for you. Just go to trydaytrading.com. You'll see the link there. Um, sign up. You can see us tomorrow. If tomorrow doesn't work. We do webinars almost uh, five days a week. You can just okay. watch from home. Okay. Ryan, what, what about someone like me? Uh, I don't know the difference between NASDAQ and Dow. Uh, I don't know if you want to be in the black or the red when you're balancing things. Can I learn this and and be successful? Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Don't need a financial background. You don't need to be aware of what the current markets are doing. Um, We've created a software that gives us a big advantage. We win way more than we lose, which is why we can do what we do. Most time, we have a, a lot of success with people that have never traded before or done anything else, because all you have to do then is just focus on the things that are important, mm-hmm. you know. And so, really, I would say, no matter what your background is, from 18 years old up to, uh, I believe our our oldest student was pushing 90. I think 89. Wow. And um, and it's possible because we'll go at your pace, we'll answer your questions, and we want to make sure that you understand what you're doing. I've known Alema for a really long time. He attaches himself to things he's really passionate about. You know, BYU football, Mr. Mack, our high school football broadcast, the soft serve machine in the press room, the, you know, all those different <laughs> things. What has Alema found with this uh, that has helped him connect with it and be so passionate about it from your perspective? And you know what? I think you're right. Like, Alema did some homework before we even met. He, uh, he asked around here. He asked... Um, Hans, he asked Scotty, what do you think about these guys, right? Is this something that I, that I should try? And, um, you know, fast forward to today where he is down there. I mean, he's a busy, busy guy, but he finds time to learn how to do this. And I'm looking forward to Alema um, being a successful trader. Alema's bringing his son along with him, so we've mm. got him in there as well, kind of a family thing. Uh, it's a rant. 
Yeah. Really smart guy. It's really been a lot guy. of fun. Yeah. And and I think that um, it is important to to surround yourself with the right people and to to have this common goal. And, and I think we found that, and that's why Alema is uh, there with us. Speaking of Alema, he's making his way in right now. We'll talk to him here in just a little bit as he's a part of it. Uh-oh. I hope he didn't hear. Uh, he's joining us here on the mic. How are we doing, Alema? Hey, hey, I'm I'm, I'm here. Am I <laughs> hey. on time, Ryan? Perfect. <laughs> right on time. We just introduced you. Right on time. Yes. We're talking some uh, tri-day trading. Well, what yeah, are we talking man, I mean, about? Let's the, do this. I was mentioning this. You're, you're very passionate about a number of things, right? Absolutely. And I, I listed some of them off, right. and I think you'd be okay with me uh, BYU football. Yeah. Right? I'm uh, scared to hear some of the other things that you might okay, have listed. Uh, Mr. Mack. <laughs> yes, yes. Our high school football broadcast. High school football. The soft serve machine in the press room. Yes. Okay. Addiction. We'll add addiction and recovery to that, and mm. then tri-day trading. Yes. You know, I, now when I'm walking the halls here, and Ryan knows this because he's here at most of the games, I have people stop me all the time. It's like, are you really doing that tri-day trading thing, man? Come on, man. Are you really? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Dan, I'm telling you, absolutely, you got to check it out. And the beauty of it is we've got an event coming up, but we also, you know, the, the, the beauty is the, the, the $10 trial, right? 30 days. Man. And you get access to all of the resources, and you can make a decision for yourself. And and some will it, it's going to work, some it's not. But I'll tell you, for me, it's working. Okay, there seems to be a real comfort factor for you in this. Uh, when you walk in there, I mean, there's probably yeah. some lingo that you're not familiar with. There's probably some interesting things to get used yeah. to. How helpful was it to have a good team member right there to kind of explain things to you so they're easy to understand? Uh, that that's the one of the beauties of it. You know, I got Jared and you know Phil and Nina Ryan, and I'm listing off some of the people that are resources and coaches that are there, right? Because there's a lot of stuff that you're not going to understand, similar to anything else that you get involved yeah. with. Broadcast, when we got involved in the broadcast, it's like, oh, this is a VO, that's a SOT. These are different terminologies that are you know, kind of part of the, the business. And so, similarly, I've been learning the lingo, and you know, I start to understand more you know, what's going on. And the beauty, again, of the Tri-Day Trading program is that you got this proprietary software that makes it really easy. Good. Right? And and so you can, but it's about learning how to read that, right? And 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 as you do that, and you get more successful, it, the it's a beautiful thing. I mean, and you start to feel kind of this confidence. Ryan knows, man. I'll tell you, you can you can get really into it where it's man, it's I, mean, I can't wait to trade tomorrow. It's six o'clock yet. You're waking up in the morning. It's like, what's the market looking like? And with the forex market, the foreign exchange market, it's different and not nearly. I don't want to say it's volatile because there's all kinds of ups and downs, but you get to win regardless mm-hmm. of what's going on in the marketplace. As long as you don't start slicking your hair like Gordon Gecko. Well, maybe. I mean, that could be a look for me, you know? <laughs> you, you, the, wolf, okay? the, wolf of, the wolf of Stockton Drive. The original, here. right? The original Gordon Gecko, man. There's a blast from the past. I like that a lot. All right. Yeah. So uh, we'll hear from Alema and Ryan here coming up in just a little bit uh, A little bit later on. Don't forget, Matt Harpring will join us later on, and we'll hear the conversation Royce O'Neill had with DJ and PK in the 5 o'clock hour. You're listening uh, to The Big Show, Tony and Austin version, right here at 97.5, 1280 The Zone. So put your hands together and please welcome. This is Utah's best sports radio. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding you forward on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network.
Welcome back to the Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone of The Zone Sports Network. Couple skate. Yeah. Yeah. Couple God. skate? Like couples skate? Uh-huh. Like whenever you went out to Classic Fun Center? Oh, I see what you're talking this about. This was one of those classic skates. I was thinking I, ice skating. Couple skate. Yeah, my, yeah, same thing. My first uh, date with my wife was ice skating. I thought this would be a nice little Which idea. Which is a great story, by the way. Yeah, and then she shows up, and I'm like, what are those? She's like, these are my skates. Like, <laughs> what do you mean your skates? And they are, like, nice, too. Pristine, white, sharpened. You could tell she went and hung out with the guy from Mighty Ducks, and he went Hans? and sharpened them up. Yeah. He was there in his little shop. Just She's out there just gliding away. She had her own ice No skate. problem. You can tell total natural. I'm out there like every one of the four and five-year-olds just chopping away. You're holding onto the board the whole time. Or her. Yeah. <laughs> just, here, hold my hand. That was an easy way to. She's out on. there doing triple sow cows. and. Oh, she had no problem at all. You're on your tuckus. I mean, she's just natural conversation, and I'm, I'm out there like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh, I was brutal. That was... Oh. Yeah, not a, a good first idea. date idea. Well, not with anybody to take else. An, to take an Olympic trials member. <laughs> yeah, to take a <laughs> figure skater. Yeah, she was very good. And uh, <clears throat> We're going to go shoot arrows at the local shooting range. What's that? These are my bow and arrow. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, you didn't bring This yours? is not going to end well. You didn't yeah. bring your own axe for the axe throwing? <laughs> uh, no, I, I did not. Uh, oh, now, wait. If you, if you are going axe throwing... And your date th- shows up with their own sharpened, filed, ready-to-go axes. Mm-hmm. There's other questions at hand, are there not? Your wife married you, and there was nothing no, wrong with well, that. You yeah. had your own axe. Actually, a couple couple times, one of the first uh, things I did with Witt's family was go axe throwing yeah. in their backyard with her father's collection of axes. Oh, I thought it was like probably yours. <laughs> you show no. up. You're like, I like this one here. My parole officer hasn't given mine back. <laughs> He tells me that he still has him. I don't don't believe him. Uh, Lesson learned. I know that this was considered an insignificant play, but tell me if I'm over. Tell me if I'm overthinking. You are. Okay. No, Ray John Tucker, who I don't know what kind of massive impact he's going to have the rest of the year on the team, but he's not a negative impact. I'll say that. Twenty six point two seconds left. They're up by twenty two points. He's out there to maybe knock down a bucket and make the most out of forty eight seconds or whatever that he's in there the game for. Takes a charge with 26.2 to go, up 22. And I tweeted it out, and maybe people think I'm making too much out of it. If you have that going on, you've got a really great culture. I mean a great culture. Where 1 through 15 or whatever it is goes, oh, someone's going to try to get an easy basket. I'm going to defend so hard and so well the right way that I'm going to absorb contact on a play that I don't get a lot of credit for, but it's going to give us the ball with a chance to run the clock down for a shot clock violation. Okay. Like, that is mentally challenging yourself to a point that you're going to do the right thing regardless of the circumstance every single time. I don't think you're making too big of a deal out of it. I would say, though, it's different for me that it's a guy like Ray Jean Tucker doing it, mm-hmm. who who is, you know, that, that may as well be Game 7 of the NBA Finals for his career right now. Okay. But if a guy like Rudy Gobert is taking the charge and giving up his body, knowing that there's still half a season left and the playoffs to go and he's not making a business decision, that's indicative. Okay. And maybe not Rudy because he's not going to take a lot of charges. Mm-hmm. But you, I'm saying the caliber, the stars and the 15th guy on the roster have the same mindset. Yeah. And when he did it, let me tell you, I was right by that bench. They were up and they showed their appreciation for right. it. The Jazz are about the little things and the right things all the time, no matter what the score is. And that is why I start to lean towards this real thing of culture not just being a conversation. Is LeBron taking that charge with 26 seconds left? Uh, no. Nope. No. 
Anyway, I, I think a lot of guys down there on the end of the bench are like, why would I get hurt? You know, let them score. Hey, inbound the ball. We got one more possession left. Let me hoist this thing up. Try to get on the box score. Show a little something. Yeah. Anyway, yep. So, so it's, you're not, you're not saying, right. well, that's it. But you're right. Title town. There is something to that. But he understands that Game 7 mentality equals something like that to get noticed and appreciated by the Jazz staff. For sure. All right. Yep. All right. So lessons learned here on a Lesson Learned Monday, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Uh, my other lesson learned is that, uh, I, I mean, I, I think the San Francisco 49ers-Kansas City Chiefs matchup from the outset is as good a Super Bowl as we've had maybe ever. I really like this. Such a terrific offense with a dynamic quarterback. Dominant defense that has such great abilities. A terrific run game, I think, for the 49ers. Garoppolo with timely passes. Like These are two really physical, tough football teams that they don't make a lot of losing plays, if ever. Mm. And when they do, they have a chance to flip it on you like Kansas City did. Mm-hmm. I love this. The, I yeah. love this matchup. Everything you just said there is true. The, the real reason I'm excited about it is it's new. It's fresh. Ah, I like it's that not too. the Patriots. It's yeah. not the Eagles. It's not the Steelers. It's not whoever. It, it, this is a fresh go, and I like that. You can have a new champion, or one of these two is going to win their first title in at least a quarter century. It's been 50 years since the Chiefs were even in it, and the 49ers haven't won it in 25 years. Which it makes you go, wait, it hasn't been that long, but because you remember when you're younger <laughs> yeah, right, right, <laughs> that they right. won plenty of them. So anyway, no, I, I love what we have coming up for Super Sunday. All right. Uh, don't forget, by the way, you can buy your next car at Ken Garf West Valley Used Cars now with more than 600 used vehicles in stock. We have Utah's largest pre-owned inventory in one location. Stop by. See them today. They've been great for the show. They'll be great for you as well. Non-Sports Report coming up next, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Check this out. And now your Not-Sports Report on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome on back. 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Thanks so much for being with us here today. Uh, today is Martin Luther King Day. Always a very, very important day from the days that I was in school, even being younger. Um, uh, knowing a number of people, and really everybody should look at this day with such incredible importance, Hort. I mean, we've, uh, th- th- this country, I think so many different people have come so far in terms of the importance of valuing everybody's humanity. And and that doesn't mean the work is done. It doesn't mean that there are not vital issues that still need to be confronted. But I think that this day is to remind us once again of how much we've accomplished and how much work still is ahead of us. Right. And if we ever feel like the work is done, that's when we're in big trouble. Yes. Because I, I I think this is something we should work on every minute of every hour of every day. Mm-hmm. And why don't we hear an excerpt uh, in Dr. King's own words from that, uh, the, the most famous of his incredible speeches, which were always, always the top. If you need a, if you need a good speech to read, just look up anything he ever, he ever said. They're incredible. But here's a, a little excerpt for the Not Sports Report. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, 
sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will they be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood i have a dream my four little children one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin but by the content of their character i have a dream today I have a dream that one day right there in Alabama little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and white girls as sisters and brothers. I have a dream today. This will be the day when all of God's children be able to sing with new meaning my country tears of thee. Sweet land of liberty of thee I sing. Land where my fathers died, land of the pilgrims pride, from every mountainside. Let freedom ring, and if America is to be a great nation, this must become true. So let freedom ring, from the prodigious hilltops of New Hampshire. Let freedom ring, from the mighty mountains of New York. Let freedom ring, from the heightening Alleghenies of Pennsylvania. Let freedom ring from the snow-capped Rockies of Colorado. Let freedom ring from the curvaceous slopes of California. But not only that, let freedom ring from Stone Mountain of Georgia. Let freedom ring from Lookout Mountain of Tennessee. Let freedom ring from every hill and mole hill of Mississippi, from every mountainside. Let freedom ring, and when this happens, when we allow freedom ring from every village and every hamlet, from every state and every city, we will be able to speed up that day when all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old spiritual, free at last, free at last, thank God Almighty, we are free at last. Such a powerful, powerful speech, no doubt historic, and it's one that should be in the back of our minds, uh, especially on a day like today. Human Rights Day is one of those uh, significant for different reasons to different people, but it should be significant to everyone. No two ways about that. So big thanks to Martin Luther King Jr. and what he did uh, for so many people in this country and the impact that he had uh, worldwide. Uh, The Not Sports Report is brought to you by LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles in inventory. Shop online at lhmusedcars.com. Joining us right now, Ryan from Tri-Day Trading. He's with Alema Harrington. What's, What's going on, man? Yeah, this uh, is I, the, the non, non-sports report. You know what? Let me just say this. I appreciate in our soundbite society that we live in today where mm-hmm. not, you, you, you're accustomed to just short clips um, to, to play in a long form um, Dr. Uh, King's speech. Oh, so powerful. What an un- unbelievable leader, orator. And a chosen, you know, individual to carry that specific message, yeah. and and um, you know, it was great to hear you know, the other portions of the speech that we don't often hear. So well, yeah, well, thank chills. you for that. It, it, it's also one of those two where it's, um, I mean, you, you go through and you go reading the quotes and the mm-hmm. different meanings of that and all that. You you could spend a lot of time, you know, and on a day like today, earlier uh, this morning, I had a chance to kind of scroll yeah. through a number of different comments, and it it's profound impact. You know what I mean? It, it 
days like today, like I said, it reminds me of how proud we should be about how far we've come yeah. and motivating uh, to continue to grow the work yeah. because it's important. It was cool. I was driving earlier today, you know, uh, the holiday, taking the kids with my wife, my two little boys, six and seven years old, up to Big Mount, uh, Big uh, Cottonwood Canyon to do some sledding and talking to them and having my two little ones recite, you know, to, to us as their parents the different things that they know about this day. And I was like, wow, man. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, they, they understand. And it, that was really cool, man. So grateful um, on this day for the impact uh, that has been made by Dr. King and all those that, that have also been a part of this movement. Yeah, such a passionate yeah. thing. You are also passionate about yes, sir. Uh, the great things you're doing with Tri-Day Trading, man. Yeah, let me tell you about what's coming up because, you know, people uh, talk to me all the time about, you know, are you really doing that? How can I get involved? And there's lots of ways you can get involved. You can also, you know, obviously go online and get involved. But we got an event, and, and Ryan is with me uh, here this afternoon or this evening, and we're getting ready for a big deal tomorrow, Ryan and, and Maybe you can tell them a little bit. I'll tell you this. I'm excited because this will be the second time for me to be hosting this event with some of our coaches. And Ryan will be there. If you want or if you have any questions or looking for information, this is going to be the chance to do that. Yeah, best time to come down to our office. You get to shake our hands, see us in person. We do this online all the time, so that's an option if you can't make it. But tomorrow you get to come down. You get to have some free food, eat learn about what we do, why we do it, Mm -hmm. shake everybody's hand, see some successful traders. We're going to have just a few short stories, too, of people who have, I mean, life-changing stories of people that have found a way to to make money day trading and and significantly change their situation. And this is just a a low-pressure, low-key Way to come, ask those questions, and see if it's something that's for you. Uh, Alema, earmuffs. Yes. Earmuffs for just a second, if you yeah. put okay. your earmuffs yeah. on. Yeah, got them on. Ryan, if, if Alema can do this, anyone can do this. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I heard that, yeah, Austin. I heard a, that. Those are headphones. Yes. Those are the, earmuffs. But there, 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 there is a reality to what you're talking about, because I think all of, you know, most of us, think about this and they think, man, that's kind of beyond my pay grade. And I don't know if I understand if I can get involved in that. Cause that's for, you know, the Gordon geckos of the world as we're joking about. <laughs> or the Gordon Monsons. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, but it, the, the truth is that the, this has been broken down in its simplicity and you can learn some very uh, basic principles. And if you stick with those principles, you can be successful. And the cool thing for me about Tri-Day Trading was that I have coaches that, that have been able to teach me these principles. And then I can go online and, and you can start off trading online with no impact. I mean, you got, you got, you know, a, what, it's not a dummy account. Yeah, it's called a mock had, account. You got a, yeah. a mock account. And you are just, you know, just trying, just practicing and i'm like okay this is awesome and then as you get better and better and as you're ready as you're ready to to get into the game then you jump into it man it's it's, it's absolutely awesome all right so tell them when and where again down in lehigh right down down in lehigh address 2889 ashton boulevard but it's right off the thanksgiving point exit go to our website tridaytraining.com make sure you register so we have some food there for you and we'll see you tomorrow night see you tomorrow night all right go see a lemma and find out how to make some more money matt harpering coming up next right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone.